Hello and welcome back to the Taking the Charge podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I am David Hine. Thank you for coming back. Uh, wonderful uh, chat today with a uh, with a, uh, a a good friend, I think, uh, in the game. Uh, someone that I have uh, spent uh, uh, a number of tournaments here and there over the years chatting with and uh, and always enjoy talking to him. Uh, Henrik Detman, the senior, the head coach of the senior national team of Finland. He is also a member of the uh, FIBA Youth Basketball Co- uh, Co- Commission. Uh, so we are going to talk also about uh, some uh, FIBA Youth Basketball. Wanted to uh, get a chance to chat with him and see about uh, what the commission's duties are and and what he's trying to trying to uh, incorporate into the game. Uh, and uh, of course, with Finland, a lot going on there. The uh, Finnish national team qualified for the Eurobasket uh, 20, uh, 2022. Uh, that is actually their f- uh, f- fifth time in a row that they've made it there. They have the European, the World Cup qualifiers coming up. Tough group that they have there with uh, Sweden, Croatia, and Slovenia. Three teams uh, go on and move to the second group stage of that competition. Uh, also want to talk in general about the state of the game in Finland and uh, also uh, ask ask him about the uh, upcoming Eurobasket next summer. Uh, we're quali- they're going through qualifiers for the for the World Cup uh, at the same time next summer there is the Eurobasket and uh, they'll be playing in uh, in Prague. Uh, against uh, another <laughs> tough group, uh, Serbia, Czech Republic, Poland, Israel, and Netherlands, uh, with only four of those teams going on. So it's going to be a tough one. And uh, also the state of youth basketball in Finland. Hope you enjoy all of this. Uh, remember, please uh, subscribe to the Taking the Charge Substack. That is uh, takingthecharge.substack.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at News H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. And that's pretty much uh, where I publish, uh, you know, make notice of anything that I am writing on any of the various uh, platforms uh, that I'm writing for other people. So uh, that's probably the easiest way. But uh, make sure you subscribe to the uh, Taking the Charge Substack. So without further ado, here is Hendrik Detman. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, so uh, on the Taking the Charge podcast with me is Henrik Detman, the Finnish national team head coach, as well as, as a member of the FIBA FIBA Youth Commission um, or FIBA Commission on uh, Competitions Commission on Youth Basketball. Uh, coach Detman, thanks for coming on. Thank you. You're 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 probably traveling around uh, around Europe a lot to to see the Finnish national team guys, your players. Um, I guess maybe just, you know, quick update, you know, how is it, how everybody doing? Anybody kind of really having a strong season or maybe a couple of surprises that, that uh, you're maybe kind of looking at uh, ahead of this next window later on this month? Well, our, our young guys are, are doing, doing uh, pretty well at the moment. Uh, Elias Walden is doing, having, having a good, good season starting in Manresa and, and, and Mikali Anton is doing, Doing well in, in very well in Ostend and 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 then then uh, Edon Maxuni. These are all the kind of next generation players. He's he's, he's, he's running his team in in, in Den Bosch in Holland. So so uh, and I've seen them all play. So it's it's been good to good to see them and 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 probably also good to travel again. 
Yeah. Since you brought them up, I'll, I was going to touch on them later, but why don't we get into them now? Um, you know, obviously you're not going to have uh, Laurie Markkinen for, for the, for the next window and he should be there for, you would think he'd be there for, for Eurobasket, but maybe, maybe um, your thoughts on how those guys, I mean, you know, uh, Valtonen is 99 born, uh, Jantonen is, is, uh, was 2000 born and, and Max Winnie is, is um, 2003, uh, is tw- uh, uh, 23. Um, I, Sort of thinking it, you know, because we are kind of going into a new generation uh, uh, for the national team. What uh, what do you think about the health of the team long term? Well, if you said, uh, well, what what do you think about the health? The health, yeah, health. What well, can you think long term health? I hope you should, but, but uh, yes, I, I think actually yes. Uh, um, and we'll actually, before you answer, because I, I don't know if, you, if you'll bring it up, but we will talk about the generations below that in a, in, in a couple of questions. Okay. Well, um, this is, for us, this is the new generation that, that coming up and, and is a generation that uh, will be in charge for, for, for the next, next 10 years. And, and, and uh, the, the past generation with, with, Copeland, I'm not saying Sully, he's still a new generation, <laughs> but he was born in the 90s. But, but, but maybe Copeland and those guys, they, 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 they are, um, they've been around so long, so we can probably talk about the, the, the past generation. But this new generation it looks good to, to us. We, we have been working hard on getting up new players, and, and we still have a bunch of, of players also uh, in in uh, US in colleges and, and and we're looking forward to get them back to Europe and and, and play. Uh, next up is the uh, World Cup 2023 uh, European qualifiers that's uh, November 25 to 28 uh, and you start in Stockholm against Sweden uh, and then host Croatia and Espo. Um, maybe your thoughts about those two games. I mean obviously it would be ideal to you know if you to start with the road win and then uh, and then to defend home court against Croatia with uh, Slovenia as the other team in that group. I think this is an extremely tight group. There is there, and especially this the the, the uh, way that the, the things are set up nowadays that that you kind of have different teams in the summer and different teams in the in the winter. Uh, I would even turn it this the way that that it looks like probably the biggest favorite at the moment is Sweden because they have, they have most of the players available like uh, for, for, for the winter windows. And, and then, and then in the, in the summer windows, I think us as well as Slovenia and Croatia, they're going to look, these teams are going to look totally different. And that's, that, that, that makes it also that you, there's like, uh, there's, I, I would say, really difficult to predict any type of, of uh, uh, outcome of this, uh, and, and uh, we we know that going to Sweden is going to be very very difficult. We don't know yet what kind of team Croatia is going to be able to put up for for uh, late November, and then of course the way you are playing that you play two games and against the same team in in, in the February window. Uh, Kind of makes it a bit awkward. Also, this this is uh, so much is coincidence here. Mm-hmm. Maybe Things you can't control. Yeah. What are your thoughts in general about the windows now? I mean, this is you know sort of I guess what is, is this the third cycle because we had because we had Eurobasket. Well, what, and since you know it's been around since seventeen now. Uh, your thoughts about the windows? 
Well, uh, I'm under under old school. That means that I, I have been part of uh, been part of the Windows already in the, in the '90s when, when when we played the Windows the first time, and and I've always been for the Windows because uh, because uh, um, I think it's really important that you show the national team to your fans during the during the year. But at the same time, um, now we we we. We have we haven't been able to solve the problems with the Euroleague, and and when we haven't been able to solve the problems, which is probably an unsolvable problem with the NBA, which which kind of brings um, uh, brings things in a little bit different perspective. In the nineties, there were not very many European players playing NBA in NBA, but nowadays there's more than hundreds. And 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 at the end, national team is about the best players playing versus the best. So so. Uh, and and uh, when we're not able to to accommodate that uh, uh, goal, I have mixed feelings with doing this. Finland's qualified now for the the games in November are, are the European qualifiers for the twenty twenty three World Cup. Uh, Finland qualified for its fourth straight Eurobasket. Uh, you guys finished three and three in your group, third place behind Serbia and Georgia, ahead of Switzerland. You guys beat the Swiss twice and split with Georgia. I guess kind of interesting enough with both teams winning the road game in the opposites bu- bubble. Thought that was kind of interesting. Um, you know, fourth time in a row now going back to Eurobasket. Maybe just how pleased are you? What were your you know, looking back uh, on the qualification campaign? Well, isn't this the fifth time already? 11, 13, 15, 17, and 21. Or 22. Yeah, that's actually right. Yeah, yep, yeah, fifth time. Yeah, Sorry yeah, about yeah. that. So, um, no, well, of course, this is uh, this going to be been uh, going back ten years ago in, in, in time, and, and when we qualified the first time, two thousand eleven, we had a, a eighteen years break there. So, so, uh, and we're happy that the break is not that long anymore. But, but we, and we hopefully will be able to, to to stay with this rhythm that we are always a part of the Eurobasket because I think that's. That's the kind of the ultimate goal a small country should have. That you you are part of when when the best meets that you you are at least there. Then then it's so much depending on, on on what kind of how is your generation and and, and what, what kind of players you're able to bring up up for the, this competition. But but uh, to to promote the game to keep up the enthusiasm and 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 uh, and also keep up the the developing process you, you you should always be a part of of, of these tournaments that's something we will talk about in a couple of minutes at the youth level which i'm sure you're not really totally happy about but we'll get to that in a, in a couple of minutes I, I did want to ask about the february 2021 window because it, it did have a um sort of a peculiar uh, aspect to it is that you actually had Mikhail Yantonen come back from the United States, uh, coming back from, from a college in the United States, uh, took leave from the University of, of, of Utah for the games, which uh, is pretty uncommon. Um, I don't know if any of the, any of the college guys have, have really come back. Um, I guess, first of all, just maybe talk a little bit about that, what it says about uh, Mikhail to, to, to want to do that, to go to, um, you know, coach uh, Kristoyak and, and 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 that whole and that whole team, and say. Plus, he had to go through quarantine. Also, you know, to also come back, so he missed. End up missing four four, four games with that team. Unfortunately, I think for FIBA, he that team went zero and four in that stretch. Um, but but what does it say about him to want to do that? Um, and and maybe you're just expand a little bit on your thoughts about him uh, and his role 
you know, he's, he's still, you know, he's 2001 born 21. So he still has a, a lot to accomplish for you guys. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, this is the second time, time we have a player coming back. The first good time was, was Hanna Mertila coming back Mertila, in 97. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so, uh, um, and, and, and probably this has something to do, do with, with that Hanna was also playing for University of Utah and, and, and Hanna has been, been greatly involved in, in Mikael Antonen's development. He has been coaching here in the HBA. Um, this was also a case that we, we, that we uh, discussed with, uh, at the recruiting process that, that if we are in a, in a one, we, one, we need one win situation that that, uh, that uh, um, and 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 I have to give a call to coach coach and and, and ask for 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 Mikael to come that that he he is good with that so and and he and 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 he stayed with his word which is which is highly highly respectable this is the situation in the team and with covid and everything could have given him a million of reasons to, to kind of slip out of this and and, and more or less uh, uh, force Mikael to stay but on the other hand uh, Mikael, he, he he's so committed to finish basketball, and 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 his commitments were so strong that he wanted to come and help the team to to qualify for Euro, the Eurobasket. So so he was willing to 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 suffer whatever it took to to suffer and and, and come and back for, to play for his team. Well, he's he, he's a starter for us us, and and he was a starter already in 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 the window there, and and he the one game he played for us, uh, he he. He was a big part of, of, of the victory. So, and actually the, the qualification. So, I think that says all. Um, so, we've kind of talked about a couple of different things. We talked about the World Cup um, qualifiers that are upcoming. We talked about the Eurobasket qualifiers that, that were just completed. Let's go really quick. Uh, last, last senior national team uh, uh, um, topic is, is actually Eurobasket uh, 2022 next summer. You guys are in Group D, which will be in Prague. So in that group, you have the Czech Republic, the host team. You have Serbia, Poland, Israel, and Netherlands. Uh, the top four teams advance uh, from the knockout stage. Um, you know, Obviously, the big name is, is Serbia. Czech have done some fantastic thing. Poland. Uh, with Mike Taylor, you know, accomplish great things at the uh, at the uh, World Cup. Israel is probably one of the top up up and coming teams, and Netherlands are just a team where you can't take lightly at all. They're also up and coming. I think this is their second, um, could be their second uh, EuroBasket in a row, if I'm not mistaken. But it's definitely up and coming. Um, your thoughts about the group? Well, um, in European basketball, there's there is more than 24 good teams. Someone believes there is 32. My, my, my thoughts is that we already have close to 35, 36 uh, teams that can beat almost anybody at, at the given day, and which is, of course, shows the whole, whole strength of, 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 uh, of basketball in Europe and, and, and how competitive it is. So we go and play this group uh, the past uh, four um Competitions we have been able to somehow somehow advance to the next stage. Actually, we, we've been playing really well. 2013, we four and one, and 2017, four and one in in the, in the group stage. Uh, then then in in uh, then 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 kind of getting into the final eight has 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 been our border. Um, it's it's in these tournaments. First of all, it's very early to say anything. The only thing you can say is that, that the competition is going to be really tough. 
All right. Probably something that you're, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to see how, what, what, what your response is. So I wanted to ask you about the youth teams in Finland back in 2019, Finland finished 14th at the under 18 European championship, which meant they're going down to uh, division B. They had been in division A for five years. Um, and then uh, in 2017, the U16 team went down to division B um, and have not, and did not really in 2018 or 19 really look strong that to make it back up. I think they finished 13th or so, if I'm not mistaken, both of those years. Um, and, and actually some of those guys were on both of those teams that generation with uh, Mustafa Amsil, um, drawing a blank on, on uh, Blomgren was, I think was on it, but yeah. sort of that, that same generation actually saw both of those, uh, those generations go down U16 and U18. Um, and then we had the COVID uh, 2020 summer uh, where there was no youth competition. And then I noticed that the, that Finland didn't take part in any of the European challengers. Um, maybe just first start off with maybe what was the decision why the Federation didn't want to play in the challengers. And then to, to consider that all of the, you know, all 16, 18 and 20 are all in division B um, and we haven't seen really much of, uh, you know, uh, Finland because of 2020 and now 2021, you guys uh, weren't competing. Um, how would you describe the state of youth hoops there? Well, I know, that, um, I know that's a lot. So <laughs> there, there's, yeah, no, well, if we started, why we didn't participate in the, in the challenge this year, because that was the reason, because we, we thought it, it was not worth the, the, uh, investment when, when you talk about you invest in the testing and all this uh, if you go to Georgia you pay 50 euros for a test and in Finland you pay 250 euros so so it's kind of it is uh, the, the, the difference is, is really big and that, that means that, that that we would just throw out money out of the system to the medical system which I don't think is, is our pur purpose we, we, we rather keep the money within our basketball system and, and okay we 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 didn't get the same games. We played the Nordic Championships. We, we got some some good games there, and 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 we we built neighbors here, which was part of a, it's part of a concept. Um, at the same time, uh, there's two age groups. But you're right; they they went down. We had we had uh, uh, in certainly some years ago we had all three under eighteen, under sixteen, under twenty in the in the A group. Um, this is what happens in small countries. You you have better age, age group and, and and then other age group where, where you might have one or two stars, but but not you don't have a complete team. And and and, and basketball, you, you miss one type of a player. You miss a point guard, and you can't run a team. And and and, and uh, this is um this is the, the thing which which we we've been struggling with. There is a couple of age groups that that are weaker, but we have again uh, new age groups 2005, 2006. Uh, they, they, they look really good. And the same thing happens with the, on, on the girls' girls side. Now, now the, the girls' age groups are, are looking much better than they looked like five, ten years ago. And we have at the moment all our, our girls are playing in the, in the, um, in the A group. So, so that also kind of... I, I think it's... For the big countries with the big population, this, it's clear that they will have their teams always in, in, in the A group, but, but for smaller countries, we have to live with the fact that you go up and down there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and I, 
that had established yourselves a little bit there for a few years, you know, I think it was, like I said, four years. And I think the other one was uh, three years was the under 16s, if I'm not mistaken. All right. So obviously finished basketball was one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you. But the other reason is actually because you're a member of the FIBA Competitions Commission on Youth Basketball. Um, and so it's the FIBA Competitions Commission on Youth Basketball. Let's just first start off with with um, commission's duties. Uh, you know what are what what are you guys sort of uh, there to do? Well, I'm a, I'm a new member, and, and we we had uh, uh, we met only once before COVID, and then we've been been uh, uh, and this this commission meets only like once a year, so so. Um, my experience is pretty pretty short, and, and, and uh, of course it covers the competitions, and and um, this whole uh, the whole system, of course, in the FIBA is at, is basically it's founded to run the competition at at the at the early beginnings, and 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 and, and uh, this is still the, the I think the, the key purpose of of. of organization and but at the same time I also feel that 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 in modern life we, we, we should probably have a little bit bigger view on, on, on what we're doing and why we're running the competitions and for whom we are running them and, and what we're trying to achieve by running the competitions uh, I, I see the these competitions as, as great marketing tool for the game and the sport for, for the future and and uh, this is of course an, an, an really interesting discussion. Where should these competitions be run? How how often should we run them? And 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 how how, how should we build build the marketing? We we have a tendency to to look straight forward. In German, you say Scheuklappen. Mm-hmm. What is Scheuklappen in in English? I, I don't know. Blinders, well. blinders. You, yeah, put your, blinders. you put blinders yeah. on. So yeah. yeah, exactly. And and. Uh, and when I follow other youth competitions, for example, ice hockey, you you uh, they have uh, they play them once a year. They play them here in, in Finland under eighteen. They sellouts and sellouts in arenas with with more than ten thousand people. You you go and, and watch ice hockey in Canada under twenties every year. They are, they have sellouts there with, with arenas with more than twenty thousand people. I, I think we are we are very far from from. Uh, from achieving all the, the possibilities that, that, that this youth competition should, could give. Because youth basketball, that's real basketball. That, that's where, 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 where you, you see all the, you, you see all the emotions and, 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 and the, the truth. And also you see the future. And I, I think we, this is a part where we have not been very good in, 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 in kind of understanding the opportunities youth basketball gives us for for just growing the game. What would you suggest as far as you know one one way to one avenue to okay? Because if you're if you're in a country you know Turkey they'll they'll have they'll have a lot of people for the Turkish games. Spain although Spain are pretty Spain are pretty good they'll they'll have you know they'll have some fans for for most of the games. But a lot of these countries only for the home games, and then that's about it. You know what? What's what's one way to combat that a little bit? No, that that happens in all sports, and, and especially U.S. sports. We have, of course, the same, more or less, the same problems in ice hockey too. Where, 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 but and and you go to Lithuania, and, and when they play their home games or Latvia, they have seven, eight thousand spectators. We had we had an under under twenty tournament here. We we average uh, for, when Finland played uh, six thousand uh, spectators. 
But one thing is at least we, we should not have the competitions in the same countries all the time. We, we should make sure that, that they, they go from country to country. So at least every 10th year, you have a sold-out youth game where your own team is playing. Because that, that lasts for longer than, than, than for a year. And that will also increase the, the, the fans' uh, uh, willingness and desire to travel after this. Now it's, it's, it's like, it's one of the best hidden uh, uh, secrets we have in the world is, is the FIBA World Youth Competitions. <laughs> Unfortunately. And, 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 and uh, of course, it's bad to say this, but, but this is how I see it. And I, I, people might not like this, but I'm sorry. I mean, it makes, it makes sense. I mean, you, you, you know, I mean, you want to grow the basketball and, and, it, and to a certain extent, it also fits along with, with the, uh, you know, bring the national teams to, uh, you know, to the, to the, to the people, you know, this is, you know, having, having a more chance, you know, having a tournament in this country or this country, um, you know, and, and it also helps develop those countries, uh, basketball programs, their, their, um, their management of basketball events. You know, there's a lot of aspects that go along with one of these tournaments, not just from a, a development of the basketball, but uh, of the players, but also of, of all of the organizational skills as well. Yeah. And you have to remember that, that in each country, we are competing against other sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We would hope that this, this wouldn't be the case, that we would compete together with other sports, but we are competing against other sports. And, and if you never see any, uh, any national team competitions, any youth national team competitions, uh, people don't know that, that such, such a competition is, is, is uh, all I say, only the hard users know. A national team is not for hard users. Club teams are for hard users. National team is for everyone. That's, that's why we run the national team. Um, so it's called the FIBA Competitions Commission on Youth Basketball, um, and, and and part of that is is you know structure of youth bas- youth, youth championships around the globe, um, and and I'll and I'll bring depending on, on on where you go with this, I'll kind of bring up a couple of examples. But but what do you think about the say the current structures of the youth championships again around the globe? Um. What, what, what do you mean? Can you specify your question a little bit more? Well, for example, uh, you know, I mean, right now, uh, what do you think about the system that's in place in the Americas? You know, because right now with the Americas, you have the under 15 and under 17 central baskets. So that's your Puerto Rico, Dominican, Mexico, and the South America. So that's your Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, Venezuela. Three of each of those go to the, to the FIBA Americas. Those are the under 16, under 18. Um, and then, of course, they get matched up there with the Canada and, and USA. Is there any thoughts of, 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 of changing that at all? Uh, you know, making the, the FIBA Americas bigger than, than it is right now at eight? Um, is there, you know, trying to, you know, that you would get another team from either Central Basket or, or South America? Or, or, is it, or is the commission or is FIBA kind of really okay with with the setup um and there's actually even qualifiers i know qualifiers to get into central basket um but uh, just uh, let's just talk a little bit about america's I don't, I don't know how familiar you are with there but uh <laughs> what do you think i mean because because it's it's also a very interesting system because then you go from uh, you know you uh because these countries other than europe europe is the only country as uh, the only continent uh region let's call it region that does uh 16 18 and 20 
uh, every every summer. Uh, for those, you know, some people might not know that. Obviously, you and I know, both know that. But um, mm-hmm. so, is there any thoughts about the the system as it is in in America's than? Well, uh, it's probably better to talk about things you know, Mark, than that you just wish you would know about. But uh, so so. I would rather stay with with the example of Europe here, and and I think uh, what Europe is doing doing really good uh, from a competition point of view that that we run every year the, the youth competition in these age groups. Then we can we could we could discuss the matter are they fifteen, seventeen, or nineteen, or sixteen, eighteen, and twenty. I, I don't think that actually matters really much. I think it's important that that there is a competition every year. But because that 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 keeps uh, the forces the federations to invest in in in, in the youth development, um, and I don't see a reason why you couldn't probably do this elsewhere too. We we always end up talking about economics and 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 uh, uh, and the costs and and uh, if we don't develop the product, the cost will always be higher. Than the, the outcome of, of it, but if we, if we understand that, if we start to invest in the in the, in the product and and uh, and we start to to to, to get uh, um, make the, the the competition bigger, to make the big public interesting, get get uh, income from tickets and, and and so on and so on, income from sponsors, then then we have a, a chance to 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 improve it. And now, for example, uh, the latest development that 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 you run the same in the same countries, different World Cup, World Cups, uh, uh, in years after another. I don't think that's very good for basketball. I, I, I think that that's the totally wrong direction. We, we should we should we should really try to find out and how can we involve as many countries as possible. And of course, we also have to be we have to look at the markets. Where, where, where are the bigger markets? We can get, get stronger in the bigger markets uh, or, or then like go, go to Lithuania and, and be the number one product. That's, that should be a part of our goal. We, we have to have a more strategic uh, look into how, how we use these competitions to, to market and, and develop our game. Uh, sticking with Europe, um, you know, some people over the years have, have kind of said, you know, under 20 European Championship, uh, kind of you know, called for it to be discontinued. Um, I, there, if I'm not mistaken, there used to be a U22. Uh, yes, I coach there. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. there's there's still the university games. So there's the university teams. Um, you know, but you know, there have been some you know grumbling out there. You know, U20. If you think about it, uh, if you're a high enough talent uh, at 18, at you know, uh, at 19 and 20. In theory, you should be already making waves into your senior national team if you're going to be playing in the summer. Um, and then, you know, or you kind of take that summer off to work on your individual game. Okay, back to question. Well, that, that, that doesn't exist. Taking summer off from the game and working on an individual game, that doesn't exist. You, you cannot develop your individual game if you don't play at the same time. This, this is, this is a, a, a thing which, which uh, I think people... For some reason, say this discussion keeps on going on, and and this 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 doesn't work. Mm-hmm. As a coach, I can, I'll tell you that doesn't work. You, you, you of course, uh, you shouldn't play too much, but there has to be a balance between playing and 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 and, and training because the way you train, that's how you play, and the game is also always a mirror of what you've been training, and you need to go to the mirror every now and then. Yeah. 
Excuse me for interrupting. That's okay. Your, your you, thoughts you, on you the name. Yeah. Um, your, your thoughts, though, on the under-20 European Championship? And, I mean, is it something that you would would continue? I, I don't. I think I think it's worth the investment. I think it's worth the investment to, to run it. I, I, I agree with you that, that there are players who probably um, – don't need those uh, tournaments anymore for, for their own development. And, and, and they, they should be playing already, on the, and some of them are playing at the next level. But, but there are definitely players who need it. And, and um, we also need these players. We need other players than NBA players. We need players to play in our leagues. We need to develop players for, 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 the, for, the, for the lower level. Uh, uh, there, there is... Um, that's why I think it's, there's a need for, for uh, such tournament. As well, I, I also think um, these university games are really good for, for uh, like, a, like a developing stage. You, you don't send probably NBA players there, but, but there's a lot of players who can, as for example, our players, we, we participate there uh, uh, like on a regular basis. And our young players, they, they, they get exactly this international experience, which, which you can't get anywhere else. Um, this uh, in the um, uh, it was a twenty the twenty the twenty twenty summer that we did not have the or late late uh, summer early uh, early fall we had the uh, FIBA under seventeen skills challenge and then we just had the under sixteen under fifteen uh, skills challenge um, maybe as a coach um, maybe what are some of the biggest things that youngsters um, and let's say federations can learn uh, and take away from these skill challenges that, that FIBA have now put together? Well, you know, somehow the way I see this whole thing is that, that the pandemic is not, not normal, normal state should be. And, 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 and uh, hopefully it's, it's behind now. So, uh, so all these things that we have to create for, for this uh, so-called in-between years, mm, they were good for that time, but but I, I think it's let's, let's 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 go back to the good old days where 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 the, where where you play and, and compete and and, and uh, the the way we are used to do. And invest you, that time, energy, play. and money into competitions. Yes, yes, yes. We, we you can't do everything. We should focus on the things that brings basketball uh, uh, to the next level and, and and where we for the players and and, and also for the sport itself. Uh, you mentioned the pandemic and obviously, you know, took a huge hit uh, uh, for youth development, obviously some countries more than others. Uh, what We don't uh, know yet. We, we don't know yet. This is our assumption. And I'm afraid you're right, but we don't know. Yeah. And, and we won't know. We won't know probably maybe even for five or six years. Um, yeah. and, but also some countries were hit but more than, than less. And, uh, you know, as, as part of the FIBA, as part of my uh, eye on the future, every month we're looking at uh, one country. And, and it seems to me that Spain actually came out of it pretty, pretty good. Whereas a country like where Philippines, you know, they're not playing, they haven't played any high school basketball since before the pandemic coaches, you know, aren't even allowed to be uh, involved with their, with their players at all. And, and, and you just look at, and uh, you know, Spain said, I think uh, that it's the 2008, 2009, maybe 2010 generation, you know, that's how far down the road that we're kind of looking mm -hmm. at. Um, what are some of the things that say, you know, you, you are part of the youth commission. So, you know, what are some of the things that maybe, 
maybe that, that you can suggest or, or that maybe the group is maybe going to suggest to kind of help countries along to maybe make up for the perceived, let's say perceived lost time in development? Well, there's 212 or 213 countries in, countries in FIBA and, 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 and there is everything between China and, 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 and Estonia, so, or, or Iceland actually. So the, the, the variety is so big. I don't think there is any, any kind of um, uh, general recipe that, that, that you can provide. So the only, only thing is, is to go back to the gym and, or, or get, go back to the outside courts and, and play ball and, and try to play, try to play. I think this is the, the whole thing. This is, there, there is no game if you don't play. It's you, individual training is great, but 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 it, as as I said, the the the, the it's the game is a, a mirror of what you you train. So so you need to you need to go to the mirror and, and, and find out find out what you learn in, in your training. Um, as someone who's been around, and the I'm game, very sorry for those who have not been able to play. It's 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 like it's it's really really sad. We we we, we all feel with you. Yeah, it's it's uh and 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 really like I said we we really won't know for uh for even maybe even four or five years down the road, the the impact um, uh, that it'll have uh, on, on national and national teams. I mean, we don't even know just everyday normal life. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, what it's like for kids not to go to school, uh, for teenagers not to see their friends, teenagers not to learn how to be, you know, bullied and stand up for themselves, or you know, you know all the different things that 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 uh, youngsters in general, kids in general, um, all different age groups go through, and then and then take that also uh, into the basketball perspective. Uh, and again, it it really, uh, you know. We, depends on what where you are too is what country and how you do and what what let's so let's let's what was the situation like in finland and how much were were the guys able to play the, the youngsters able to play i think uh we are pretty lucky first of all we're a small country uh, or let's say we are a big country with a small population mm-hmm, this yeah. so so uh the, the and 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 the way the Finns behave Social distancing is natural for them. They they they, they are they are good at this. So so um, we 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 got of course hit by it. We had close downs, but uh, our best players, all the youth national team players, uh, uh, they were able to train all year, and and there there were no lockdowns for them at all. They they, was, they, they could train. Uh, we could play. The, we couldn't. Finished last year. Uh, um, yeah, we could finish on the on the on the professional level, but not not on the on the youth levels. Uh, we um, but we were able to play games, and there were even certain areas where, where in Finland where you could play all year long. So so the areas with the bigger population they got got hit more, and they 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 also got more hit hit more by the by the close downs. Mm. I think we. We, my my hope is, and I, my feeling is, we've been surviving pretty well this this uh, this unusual times. 
let's kind of let's finish off on this one. It, uh, back to the to the FIBA Commission um, on Youth Basketball. Uh, you, you mentioned try to to figure out ways to market it better, get you know get more people involved. What are some other things that that you're you're thinking about trying to uh, push into that uh, into the commission and maybe um, uh, as far as suggestions or whatnot that that you that you think um, you know would at least be good to look into. Well, I think uh, whatever you want to do. First of all, it's it's always good to go out and and and, and discuss things and, and 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 because when people discuss, they're bringing different opinions. But you have to have a, a strategic view of, of what you want to do, and and, for, and you have to really decide why, why you are doing these things. And I think this is uh, um, uh, this discussion. It wouldn't hurt to to to, to really have uh, such a discussion around around youth basketball and and see see why why do we run this competition? Why, what is the what is the purpose of this? Is it only to to give out the gold medal and the silver medal and the, and the bronze medal, or, or is there there are some other purposes? Now, I, I definitely think there are other purposes for this. And then we should start to think how can we, with what kind of structures and, and, and efforts and, and uh, can, we, can we fulfill these purposes. All right. And this is, this is, this is probably the only thing I can, I can say, which, which, uh, uh, which my, with my experience, um, I can bring into the, the table. Then other people with other experience, they bring in their, their thoughts and, and, and their views of, of, of what, what we should do. All right, fantastic. Uh, coach Dutman, Finnish national team coach, member of the FIBA Competitions Commission on Youth Basketball. Thanks for your time. Uh, good luck in that uh, window upcoming. And uh, and uh, somewhere, somewhere down the road, we will see each other again. Until then, uh, it's good seeing you at least here on uh, on Zoom. Thank you for, for inviting me. And, and, and uh, I'm still kind of looking forward to see you in the hat at least one more time. I might have to take the the hat uh, on a on a farewell tour. We'll see. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank take, you. Take care. Take care.